Welcome back to The Bold Hustle. It is Whitney Duenas, the face and voice behind this podcast and Barbara the Bay. Today we are talking all things with my beautiful esthetician, Megan Gerd. Hi guys. And so we're going to all, as always, we're going to start with our three reasons why. And I'm going to actually let Megan go first this oh boy. week. All right. So I thought really hard about these ones, but... I came up with that I am the person who starts a project and won't stop till I'm done. Like, I started to put labels on my little makeup bottles, and it took me, like, three hours, which I totally didn't expect, but I was like, I can't finish it now. Like, I have to finish. So, yeah, that was, like, my late-night project a week ago. But, yeah. So I just always have to finish things. And then I'm also the person who thrives off of having a full schedule. Like, I always feel like I'm not being my best self when I'm just sitting around not doing anything so I like to fill my time whether that's like actually work related or just hanging out with friends and you know being active doing something out of the house and then I'm also the person who really loves constructive criticism because I know that it's just going to make me stronger and better at what I do so coming from like a theater background that's something that you kind of learn to be okay with receiving because if you're not good at taking constructive criticism and applying it to like what you're doing then you're just not going to be successful so i've you know kind of incorporated that into the rest of my life whether that's with work or like facials that i'm giving i always like to ask people like how their experience was so that if there was something that they didn't personally like, I can kind of tweak it and adjust it, maybe just specifically for them or for all of the facials that I give, you know, to everyone. So yeah, those are my three. I used one of those before. I was mm-hmm. looking at my like previous listeners. I'm the person that lives for a scheduled day. Anyways, my three for this week are, I am the person who wants to help find the cure to lupus and all diseases with no knowledge. Partially because the month of March is National Lupus Awareness Month. So everything on Barbara the Bay and my personal social media platforms will have like lupus awareness facts. Um, So if you guys would like love to share those, that would be amazing so that we can find a cure for this awful disease. Um, My second one is I am the person who is going to pay off all of her debt in 2020. Shout out to Jasmine Keller for trying to be the devil on my shoulder yesterday during my blowout because she was like, oh, you should go get your butts done. Like, you should get Botox. You should schedule your appointment right now, Wit. And I was like, no, like I cannot. I have to use all my social media money to pay off my debt in 2020, and that's my goal. And lastly, I am the person who doesn't settle. Um, we actually just got back from a 12-day hiatus trip to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and we were there for 12 days, so it was really nice to sit back and take a, like, deep, relaxing and fresh breath of air, um, every single day for 12 days, (laughs) along with lots of alcohol and fun times, um, But I'm just, I don't want to settle. I don't ever want to get stagnant in one position, whether it's with Barbara the Bay, with the Board Hustle. Side note, sorry, I haven't done an episode in a while. I was going to release like a big thing to me and I still just don't have the confidence to do it yet. Um, So I kind of put on the back burner, but we're back and we're going to do interviews. I'm going to have a lot of fun and I'm not settling for a mediocre podcast. We're going to make it the best. 
And now on to my to be honest. Do you have a to be honest? I do, yeah. Oh, go for it. All right. So my to be honest is that 2019 was just a really rough year for me, but like it was really, really hard going through it. But now that I'm past it, it's kind of like I have to look back on that and realize that it was all a learning experience. Because, like, even though I was kind of drowning and, like, didn't know what I was doing and, like, every aspect of my life seemed to be, like, crumbling, now looking back, I realized that, like, I got my master's license, so now I'm able to do, like, all of the fun, cool aesthetic stuff that I wasn't able to do with just my professionals. And so, and, like, you know, I came out of, like, a relationship that, you know, wasn't a bad relationship, but it was just holding me back from things that I saw myself doing and so like you just have to realize that even though things might be hard if you can look back on them and realize that you made it past and that you're a stronger person now because of those then you know it's all for the better like everything happens for a reason so that's a good one very good one. Yeah, 2019 was rough. <laughs> it was not a fun time, but we're here, so exactly. it's fine now. So my to be honest for this episode is dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, just be your best self. And I've listened to a lot of podcasts lately, and audibles, and everything under the sun. And one of the main things that kept reoccurring and people kept talking about is how many times do I have to ask you what project you're working on for you to tell me yourself? And let's just digest digest that for a little bit. Normally when you think of projects, nowhere on there do we ever put ourselves. We're like, all right, I have to grow Barbara to the Bay. I have to do my podcast. I have to schedule five Brazilians this week. I have to run a promo. I have to do this, that, and the other, but we're never like, Hey, like what about like my fight, not financial gain, but my personal gain. And in the end you do get financial gain from it. But at what point in your life do you take a step back and you say, Hey, I'm putting myself first. Like my first project right now is myself. And I actually, Without saying that I was working on myself when we were in Mexico, I answered three work emails in 12 days. I was so proud of myself. And I really put myself in my relationship before I put anything with work, anything with anything else. We laid out by the pool. We took deep breaths. We did cold pools. We helped our health, our immune systems, and drank a lot. And that was my project for 12 days as I was working on myself and Yes, in those 12 days, I did think about, like, how do I help myself and how do I help grow everything else I'm doing? But my first thing was, how do I reach my 2020 goals without Barbara the Bay goals, without the Bold Hustle goals, without any of that? Like, what are my actual personal goals? Do I want abs for summer? Do I want to run a marathon next year? Little things like that that I actually put myself first versus everything else. That's my, to be honest, is you should be your number one project always. That's rough. <laughs> I know. You focus on everything else, but yeah, it's hard to put yourself first. It is very hard. Um, we both own businesses, yeah. and we both have other side hustles that we do to make a living, so it's very hard to really sit back and think about, I have a business to run, I have I have obligations elsewhere, and you're doing two things to make one more successful, I always have trouble with that word, more than the other. But, like, at what point do you say, hey, like, it's my time now. Like, 
when do you how often do you go to another esthetician to get things done to you oh I know I need to start that's been one of my goals is like once I have a little bit more like money set aside that I'll go to fellow estheticians in the area because like it is like because you know there's new modalities that people are instituting into their practice and just like cool new things so it's always good like even just from an education standpoint like as an esthetician to see like what other people are doing because I mean I never want to be stagnant either like I always want to be learning and like building on what I already know so going to other estheticians to see like what they're doing is one of those goals of mine and that's huge for us I tell all my instructors and even my members that when they go out of town to go to another studio to see what they're doing and if they like it come back and show me um I did look at going to studio in Puerto Vallarta but they didn't have anything um available or in English so I was kind of limited on my options but um I don't go locally to other studios mm-hmm. um I think it's different maybe for the esthetician yeah um the other studios around here aren't that friendly anyway, so I don't think they want me in their classes. But um, I think it's super – I mean, I'm on YouTube and stuff all the time looking at different things. Yeah. Every studio does things differently. So, But let's hop right into the down and dirty of oh, being an esthetician. Boy. Yes. Make them scared. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. <laughs> We're going to start with the simple things first. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about your background. Yeah, so in a I, fun way. Yeah, so I came from a musical theater background. So growing up, like I always want, thought I wanted to like ultimate goal to be on Broadway. So like, will you sing for us? No. Come <laughs> on. Yeah. That's not what this is about. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Oh, I don't know. Just like a, a D note. <laughs> because yes, I just off the top of my head, can, you know, have a piano. Um, Do re mi fa. Fondue, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll do a scale. All right. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. She won't even I sing for me during esthetician oh, or esthetician or services. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, so I always thought that that's what I wanted to do. I auditioned two years in a row for like ten different schools. Didn't end up getting in, and like, you know, that kind of set me back, and I was. Ended up coming home from being in New York for a year, and so I was like, well, now I kind of have to figure out what I'm doing. I worked at Bush Gardens for a while as Cookie Monster, so that was a really fun experience, but with it being just a seasonal job, like, there were those six months where, like, you didn't have a job, so I'm like, well, I have to find something else to do. So, originally thought I wanted to do cosmetology, just because I, you know, really enjoy the colors and just, like, creating new things and I I knew I still needed to be in something creative because that's what makes me happiest and if it couldn't be theater or anything like that I knew it still had to be something in the creative world. So thought I was going to do cosmetology, ended up going into an esthetician program just because of military GI Bill stuff. Um, So yeah, so I went into that and then ended up getting my license for my professional program and started working at this spa. It didn't really end up working out. I It was more of a hair salon, so like they weren't really focused on getting me clients, and I wasn't really in the place where I am now to like really push for myself. So I ended up leaving there, got a job at Starbucks, so I still do that because they have great benefits and everything. 
But then I went through my master's program and got my license in that because really in order to make good changes to the skin, you do have to have that master's in the state of Virginia because with a professional license, you're really just giving basic facials. And like if you want to do waxing, that's one thing because you can wax with a professional license. But yeah, so I have my master's now and I really love it because I love having those clients coming back to me and we're working on different things with their skin so we can like, I can really see the progress that they're making over the course of like a few months. So that's really exciting to see because I love just being able to help people and share my knowledge with them because it is interesting when you come from a point of like knowing a lot about something and you forget how little some people know. So I always have to like take a step back like, Megan, some people just don't know how to properly wash their face, and that's fine, and that's what we're here for, to, you know, educate people, so. I'm one of those that don't have properly. Yeah, it's, I use it's, water. Like, it's surprising. Like, you really have to, like, realize that it's not as common knowledge as you expect when you are, you know, in that field. So. Yeah. Um, I do the same thing with bar clients. It's yeah. My clients just kind of assume they know what they're doing. Yeah. They don't know. But I do want to touch on something that you mentioned. So I've been friends with a few estheticians, and in Virginia, it does suck not having a master's license. Because someone's yeah. like, oh, all I can do is basic facials, when in Texas, I could do everything. Um, let's touch base on how hard it is to get clients, because my other friend was also at a hair salon type of business, and... They didn't focus on facials all that much. They didn't have clients coming in. Everyone that did come in for those services, they were kind of already the hairstylist clients, and they had yeah. another esthetician in their practice. So they had to do, like, front desk jobs to make up enough money because they weren't getting esthetician um, clients. So just touch a little bit more on, like, how you have to put yourself out there to get those yeah. types of people. Well, connections, like, the one that I've made with you has been, like, so amazing because, like, a lot of my clients are bar people, so that was, like, an amazing networking decision because I'm like, yeah, like, you know, sometimes those trading, like, services kind of situations are the best thing for your business because, like, yeah, it doesn't seem like you're getting anything from it in the, like, in the moment because you're giving a free service, but, like, then you're also getting something in return and word of mouth is really big, so, like, if you can have those people that are coming back to you regularly and, like, sharing your services, that's one of the biggest things. But, yeah, getting people in the door if you don't have a, a connection like that is really hard. But it's, like, I don't know. Like, you just have to have that, like, drive because you have to – it's really like a job that you can't clock out from. Like, you're just constantly working, like, whether that's – posting on social media so like I'll be in my bathroom at night like doing my skincare and I'm like oh I should be filming this and showing people what I'm doing or like if I'm in the treatment room I can show people like the new tools and things that I've gotten or just new products that I've gotten in and yeah so it's just always finding those opportunities to share what you're doing and as I was saying, like, I do want to go to other estheticians, so that can also be, like, a way to grow, because then, you know, I can swap services, and obviously we're not going to be taking each other's clients, but, you know, sometimes people get too full, and they can, you know, book out people, so. Yeah, it's a good explanation for that. Yeah. 
It's hard. It's hard. No, it's, it's, yeah. And it takes time. That's the thing. Like, that first job, I wasn't willing to put in the time that it's, it was going to take because I wasn't really getting enough out of it. Because, like, working for myself, I'm like, obviously, I'm going to put in that work because I'm reaping all of the benefits. But if it was working for someone else, I was like, mm, I don't really, like, it's not worth it enough. So you have to find the situation where it is worth it for you. So I agree. I agree. All right. Let's talk about your services. Yeah. So I've been seeing Megan for a few months mm-hmm. now. Um, like October, November, December. Like December is when I started at <laughs> my three-month time span. Yeah. <laughs> so in December, um, we started doing facials, and I have super – well, I don't wash my face with products because water works fine for me, and I try not to wear that much makeup normally. So I normally just shower and rinse my face off and – wipe it down and then add on my like rapid lash under my eyelashes so they grow a little bit longer and that's just kind of what's worked for me so so far at least um and I do use sunscreen in the morning so I like to rinse that all off um and that's actually a new thing that I've added into my skin routine so it may come with soap later on down the line um it just doesn't work for me necessarily we started with facials and I love the feeling of facials and I love facials in general I just didn't think that I benefited as much, but I also didn't do them that long. So I, I'm not the strongest advocate for them. Yeah. But from everyone else that's done them from Megan, she does, I mean, she does amazing work regardless, whether it's makeup or esthetician um, services. But they're really good for you, and I'm going to let her talk about them a little bit more. Yeah, so especially coming from a standpoint of, like, not really doing much to your skin, because I know you were having some issues with just, like, breaking out and stuff. Which is definitely something that can happen because all of a sudden you're going from bare minimum to like a very in-depth service. So your skin kind of like doesn't know what to do. It kind of has those impurities and toxins built up that it's purging. So sometimes like people get turned off by that because they're just not sure like what's happening. Like, oh, I just had this facial and now I'm breaking out. Like it does take a few times for your skin to adjust But, yeah, I mean, facials are great. They, you know, improve blood circulation, but also it's about educating clients. So, you know, what I do is only about, like, 20% of your skincare because then the rest of the time it's on you to be cleansing your face and just taking care of your skin and especially sunscreen. So I'm glad that you do wear sunscreen (laughs) because that's, like, one of the big things Because even if you're like, oh, well, I'm just going to be inside all day, like, you're still getting those UVA, UVB rays that are affecting your skin. And while you might not see the effects now, like, it's those, the UVA rays are those aging ones. So those can take, like, 20 years to show up. So you're not wearing sunscreen at 18, but then come 35, you're like, shoot, where are all these wrinkles coming from? Like, so, yeah, it's just taking those preventative measures to really take care of your skin and just coming to estheticians just to get that education. Like maybe if you're not able to keep up with the facials, if you can buy a professional set of skincare products that you're using at home, preferably from an esthetician, then you're 
you're gonna be doing a good thing for your skin. So what she really means is preferably from her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I mean, not every skincare line is gonna work for every person, but like professional products that only estheticians can buy are always gonna be better than something that you can buy at Sephora and Ulta. Because they're just going to have higher active ingredients and less fillers. And yeah, it might be a little bit more expensive, but those products are going to last you a lot longer because they are more dense with like those good ingredients. So tell us about so, the products you do carry. Yes. So I just placed a big order with this company called Cosmetics. So I'm going to start instituting their products into my like facials. And then I also have products to retail now. So that's really exciting because before I was like, you know, trying to recommend products for people to buy, but I didn't have anything to like retail to them. So it was like me sending them to Sephora to buy something. And I'm like, well, that's not really what I want to be doing. Like I want to be able to sell products that I really believe in that help people achieve the goals that they want to achieve. So yeah, so in a few weeks, I should have those products, and so I'll be able to start retailing those to people, but that's really exciting for me, because I just, yeah, it's a company that I really believe in, and I think that people will see really great results from them. So, so what products are they? So it's, the line is called Cosmetics, and it's, I mean, everything, like, so I, you know, bought a few cleansers, some toners, different serums, which serums I always recommend for people to institute first. As long, like, most people have some kind of skincare routine, so as long as you have, like, a cleanser and a moisturizer, if there is one thing that you should start with if you're trying to achieve a certain goal is a serum, because that you can, like, throw into your already built skincare routine, and you're going to start seeing results from that. What kinds of serums? So I got a few different ones for different purposes. So like I have, there's a clarity one that helps with acne clients and then a few different like anti-aging ones with retinols or high, um, like alpha hydroxy acids. So those just help to like turn over the skin a little bit faster. So that's going to help with aging, but also with like any skin texture. So if you did have acne in the past and you're suffering with some of that skin texture or just like extra pigmentation from being out in the sun too much or from those acne scars that's also going to help with that and then just like some hydration serums as well for people that are very dry but yeah awesome so now we talked about facials i've gotten my lashes lifted two times now yeah one before mexico and then one time before that for an yeah, event really yeah good. they look very good um, and I was in the water every day, so yeah. I don't know if chlorine affects it, but there's, with lash lifts as opposed to, like, lash extensions, there's not really too much that's going to affect it after the process. Like, it's kind of like, like, a hair perm, like, yeah, you shouldn't get it wet within those first, like, 48 hours or something, but then after that, it's, you know, it's going to last for the time that it's supposed to last kind of thing. But... Excuse me. Um, yeah, so I got it done on the 9th, and it has been one, two and a half weeks. By the time you listen to this, probably three weeks. Um, but yeah, like looks great, and 
I haven't had any issues with them. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend them. I don't do the extensions because I've heard way too many, like, horror yeah. stories. And I know it's definitely about, like, who you go to, who does them, and if they last, whatever, and just keep getting them done. Um, but as I said earlier, I want to pay off all my debt for 2020, so going to get my lashes done every two, three weeks and spending 90 bucks and then 130 for the original just doesn't kind of quite fit into my budget currently. Um... And I'm super busy, and I... Also, yeah, lash extensions are a lot more maintenance than the lash lifts. Because, like, you know, when the lash extensions start to fall out, they look a little janky. Yeah, and you look like... <laughs> so, like, you know, you really have to keep up with those or, like, commit to letting them all come out, which you're going to look a little odd for a few weeks there. But um, lash lifts, they... Since it's just, like, the curl of the lash, they're going to... It's going to be a lot more graceful when it's, like the end of the And they don't cycle. just like plop down. Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> gradually over time they like slowly start to lose their perm of being flipped up. Um but she also does tints too. Mm -hmm. I don't I get my tints done when I get my blowouts done at my hair okay. salon so that it kind of just is easier because I get two things done at once all about efficiency over here. Um but she does an amazing lash lash lift. Um and then a few of our Barbara the Bay girls get their lash lifts and tinted with her. Yeah. Um and so that's pretty cool. Do you have anything else to add about those? No. I mean, yeah, lash lifts are really nice because unlike the extensions, you don't have to worry about, like, the oils or, I mean, you should still be washing your lashes, but you don't have to be, like, super meticulous about, like, using a brush and a special lash cleaner and everything like that. You can just, you know, clean your lashes with whatever cleanser you already use on your face. And, and I'm not hating on extensions whatsoever. I think they yeah, look awesome no, all yeah. the time. But if I want extensions, I'm normally just going to put on falsies. Well, actually, Jasmine's going to put them on for me because I'm worse <laughs> at it. But, I mean, I'd rather do falsies and get home drunk and shit-faced at 2 a.m. and just rip them off yeah. versus having to worry about brushing my lashes out when I wake up in the morning yeah. and I don't look like Frankenstein. So, that's that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about lymphatic drainage. Oh, <laughs> when I invited her on the podcast and I listen to the skinny confidential occasionally um and years ago when she first started she talked about a lymphatic drainage massage and so Megan can do it to your face yeah so a lot of times you know like you'll wake up after having too much salt or something and your face is very bloated and everything or if you're sick you'll notice that extra like fluid and stuff under the skin so what manual lymphatic drainage does it is it helps to flush out those toxins and that extra lymph fluid from your under your skin so as opposed to like a res regular facial massage which has a little bit more pressure lymph drainage is a very light pressure because you're just affecting that liquid that sits right under the skin so you're not really like massaging the muscles at all you're just kind of helping everything to move so it's really helpful for like people if you're like kind of recovering from a cold or like you feel one coming on, like it's gonna help to flush those toxins out. Like I did one on my one of my instructors in school when she wasn't feeling well, and she said as soon as she sat up, she felt like her there was just like water dripping down her face, which is so funny because I, I I don't know if I've ever had that experience, but it's funny to hear it from like your instructor because. You know, they're going to tell you like it is. They're, they're not beating around the bush. So, but yeah, it's really it's really great for your immune system and any kind of 
like puffiness, anything like that. So it's a great add-on to any service, and you can get it with any service because there's really no contraindications for it other than like if you have thyroid issues, it's not recommended, and then like any liver, heart, kidney issues, it's also not just because you don't really want to be messing with the immune system for those kind of things. But other than that, it's a great add-on for any facial. Awesome. So before we get into the deep down and dirty Brazilians, Megan's still pretty new in her career, but tell us about your worst experience being an esthetician so far. I don't know if you have a really bad one yet. Um, well, I have some from school, surprisingly, because like we would take clients at the school and it's they always just, cheaper, so that you they, get a yeah. lot of, like... So, like, you it. can go and get a cheaper service, but these people expected, like... They kind of expect you not to know what you're doing because you're a student, and so they can kind of push you around. So, there was this lady that was infamous at the school. Like, we had teachers that wouldn't even let their client... Their, like, students work on this woman, but, like... So, she would come in and, like, get... A facial so at this point I was a professional student so I just gave her a basic facial and she was a little bit late for her service and like you know if you're late we're still gonna like fit you in for the most part if you're like 20 minutes late then that's pushing it a bit but we're still gonna get you in we might just have to shorten the like service so we still can fit everything in you might just not get as long of a massage or something this lady timed me she came and like to me she was totally nice she was like very sweet like said that the facial was great but then she like goes out to like pay for the service and um my instructors are out there and she's like she only gave me a 38 minute facial and she like and so just basically like doing all this stuff to try and get a free service and <laughs> i'm just like i I don't know that's my thing like with enjoying people giving me constructive criticism I'm like I wish she would have just said something because I could have kept you know massaging her face like if it was really that big of an issue like yeah just it's always good to be upfront with people and not try and get around it at the end like but yeah school definitely brought some some interesting people I haven't I've had really good luck with the people that I've done services on like on my own because yeah, like, I've just been very careful about, like, not accepting people that seem shady. Like, I've had a few scammy issues lately that I've just had to avoid, but... <laughs> the wedding? Yeah. How did I someone... So, like, did I tell you that they sent me a deposit? No. So she actually... They actually sent me, like, a $2,900 check and then expected me to deposit that, and I was like, no, I don't know you. Why would you send me this much money? Like... I'm not, and, like, I took it to the bank just to see what they would say, and she said that it, like, wasn't scanning, and, like, if I wanted to, I could take it to the police, but I'm, like, what are they really going to do? Like, I didn't ask for any of this. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. So, backstory, Megan got this email from this lady asking her to do her, like, wedding, mm -hmm. and it was, like, piss, like, piss poorly typed. It was, like, super sketchy. Yeah, and, like, the address she gave me for the wedding I ended up looking it up and it was like the sketchy diamond in and sweets maybe not for like the wedding but like just for her, me to go do their makeup at so like it was super sketchy like three stars like 
did not look like a very nice place in Richmond. Um, yeah, so at first I thought it was some weird like human trafficking thing, <laughs> but then when the check came, I was like, oh, because she like Can you give her your address. Yeah, because I I mean that's you can find that on the internet like if you really tried. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I wasn't too worried about that. I was just like, I won't give her any like actual information. Like, yeah, but um. So yeah, I thought it was some weird like human trafficking thing, but then she actually sent me a check, and she was kind of like weird and wanted me to send a deposit to her event planner, which I was like, no, <laughs> like I don't know you, I don't like why that's not my responsibility, kind of thing. So yeah, they sent a check. I guess it's something where like they'll ask you to wire some money so to this event planner, which probably was them, um, wire money to them, and then if the check is fake then I would be required to like make that money up and they would get real money so yeah you just gotta be you know skeptical to a certain extent side note every boyfriend I've ever had gets those emails where it's like we've caught you masturbating oh my god <laughs> I'm gonna send it to your parents I need five thousand dollars and I shit you not I've had three boyfriends and all of them have been like hey we need to find five thousand dollars and I'm like oh you are gosh. such a fucking idiot <laughs> What the hell? Like, <laughs> no one is recording you masturbating, but thanks for letting me know that's what you do in your free time. Like, what kind of porn do you watch, honey? <laughs> I know, like, why are you that You should probably not use Pornhub.com. Maybe go to a private browser and, like, tape over your camera <laughs> if you're that scared. It's happened so many times. It just cracks me up every time. Oh. Yeah, they all fall for it. I'm like, you want to send that to your mommy, too, honey? You're going to ask her if that's you mommy boys <laughs> anyways so we're gonna talk about resilience now because we're running out a, a little bit out of time Megan's got to run to an appointment so I want the good the bad the ugly so I'm gonna ask you a few questions yeah have you ever been farted on no and like Brazil so Brazilians are like the one thing that I really did not want to do like I yeah, I was like, no, I don't want to do them. Like, I want to be an esthetician that, like, really focuses on facials and stuff. And I'll do, like, facial waxing. But after a certain point, like, I realized that facials are a luxury service. Whereas, like, Brazilians and lashes, people are more willing to, like, be on a regular schedule for those. And with Brazilians, like, you really should be on a regular schedule because... As soon as you start waxing at, or, like, uh, shaving after you get Brazilians, you kind of, like, reset that whole cycle. Um, but, yeah, I always thought that I didn't want to do them and then realized that that's where good money is. So I haven't had too many Brazilian experiences yet. So, <laughs> no, I have not gotten farted on. That has not been an issue yet. What <laughs> do I mean when you're, like, yeah, waxing you're like, my asshole? Like, yeah. <laughs> And you're like, all right, hold your legs up. Like, here we go. Straddle me, baby. Straddle me. Um, but we did do this. So Brazilians in the end help with getting ingrown hairs. Yeah. But when you first do them, at least I do, I get a lot more ingrown hairs mm -hmm. than I ever do. Yeah, I had really bad issues with ingrowns when I was getting Brazilians. So I, it's also like, I mean, I take full responsibility for that because I definitely was not exfoliating to the extent that I probably should have been. Because, like, that's definitely, like, as the hair grows back, since it's finer after you get waxed, it's more likely to get trapped under the skin. 
So you do have to like take a little bit responsibility and like put that work in to like exfoliate the area and everything so that way the hair isn't getting trapped under the skin. But yeah, there's also treatments that I can do like after the service. So what I did on Whitney was a hydro jelly mask. So it's this powder that you mix with water and then it forms like this rubber mask. And depending on what mask you use, it can help with ingrowns. So the one that I used on her had some lactic acid in it, which is a chemical exfoliator, which is going to help eat away at those dead skin cells. So that's also going to help, you know, with dead skin so it's not getting trapped under that top layer of skin and wrinkles so your boyfriend's not looking at a wrinkly <laughs> vagina yes another side effect is anti-aging but <laughs> that cracked me up we were talking about before we did the podcast and I was like oh so like my boyfriend doesn't have to look at a wrinkly vag in like 10 years oh man um but yeah so we use hard wax and soft wax mm-hmm. um Tell everyone a little, a little bit about the difference of those two. Yeah, so soft wax is the wax that most of you are probably most familiar with. So it's the wax that you, you know, apply and then you use the paper to, like, rip it off. Whereas hard wax, it hardens a bit and then you use the wax to rip it off. So the difference is with soft wax, it's you can do it a little bit faster and it's a little bit cheaper. So that's why I like to use soft wax on, like, the top area and around the legs because you can do a bigger area so you're getting the hair out faster so it's a little less uncomfortable for the client that's laying down on the table and it's it's less painful because you don't have to get that lip of the hard wax but around like the inner part it's it's nicer to have that hard wax because hard wax is better for sensitive areas because it's not going to attach to the skin as much which the wax that I use is really good about not affecting the skin because it's, you know, it's made to not stick to your skin. But yeah, that hard wax is better for getting the more sensitive areas. So the closer you get in, the the better it is to use hard wax. And also, like, it doesn't leave any of that sticky residue, so it's better. So... When we do them, um, she has this, I've like been super self-conscious about my lips of my vagina for like my entire life. So every time I go to an esthetician, I've been to four since I've been starting doing Brazilians and sugaring. I like get so self-conscious because it's like, it's another woman staring just down there at you. And she uses um, like popsicle sticks to kind of like maneuver around everything. My biggest fear is getting my lips stuck into like hot wax. And it's just ripping it right off. Um, it's, like, a huge, like, deathly, like, situation of mine. Um, but it's really cool how she's so gentle and she pretty much watched you through the entire process. Yeah. And speaking of the ingrowns, I wanted to say this earlier. It's a pain in the ass when you get ingrowns, like, on your inner thighs oh, towards your yeah. butt cheeks because they form little bumps yeah. because they're always irritated. So really exfoliating that area, I mean, it happened to be in Mexico, and I was like, damn, I got bit by a lot of bugs, and then I was like, hey, babe, look at my ass, like, are these bug bites or are they ingrown hairs? So I can't preach exfoliating, like, enough, because yeah. um, they're the, like, most annoying self-conscious things ever, it sucks, because um, I'm like, you're thinking, like, oh, does my boyfriend have ass acne? Like, are these pimples? Oh, like, they no, they're just can. ingrown. I know. They're, so we just want to hit it in the <laughs> Men are the worst. But what are the um, bad things about Brazilians that you've encountered? Um, 
So, like, with your skin, because your skin's a little more resilient, it holds on to the hair a lot more. So, just from my end, like, I have to not react. Like, if hair is not coming out, I have to be really good about, like, not freaking out. Because then, obviously, the client's going to freak out. Because they're like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? But, yeah, so it's just knowing that, like, different people's skin will hold on to hair a little bit differently. So... And my hairs go every direction. Yeah. She has to, like, always change the way she's pulling. Yeah, so that's also another thing is, like, I'll go over this area of hair, and I'm like, why didn't it come up? And then I'll look a little bit closer and, like, oh, the hair's going in the opposite direction. So you just have to pull it in the opposite direction. But, yeah, I mean, I haven't had too many, like, bad experiences. It's just, like, the more that I do, the better I'm getting at them. So, yeah. I don't know. I just want to get it down really fast, which I think I do a pretty, pretty yeah. good Brazilian. It doesn't yeah. take long at no. all. Do you ever think you're going to implement sugaring? Um, probably not just because it's one of those – it's a very, like, specific technique. And I I don't know. I think waxing is more my forte. I've looked into threading for, like, eyebrows and stuff. So I had a classmate that was from Turkey. So she – was very, like, knowledgeable about threading, so she taught a little class, but that is also, like, a technique where it's very, like, you have to be very coordinated because there's a lot of moving pieces all at once. So, yeah, I really want to get some more practice on that, but I might implement threading, but probably not sugaring. What other services do you want to tell the listeners? So there's a service that I do called dermaplating, and it's a exfoliation treatment that basically shaves away the top layer of your skin cells and another side effect is that you also shave away the like peach fuzz and stuff that's on your face so it's really great for people that wear makeup every day and they want that smoother texture it's also going to give you that like glowy appearance that everybody is craving so it's one of my favorite services to offer because you do see the results right away and if you keep up with it, like, you're you're going to see results because you're constantly taking away those dead skin cells so that your, your uh, new cells underneath can regenerate faster. But, yeah, that in addition to, like, a good chemical exfoliation with, like, an enzyme is a really, really great treatment because you're getting that chemical exfoliation as well as the manual exfoliation. And you're going to leave with some really beautiful, glowy, hydrated skin so that's yeah, one of my favorite services to offer because there's not too many contraindications unless you have like fairly bad acne because that's an issue that you want to take care of before putting a blade to your face. So, <laughs> but yeah, I like helping people with like acne too is, is another passion of mine just because it is more an education thing. Like I understand a lot of people with acne have to learn a little bit more about skincare because it's something that they need to fix. But sometimes you end up doing too much to your skin and people don't realize that doing too much is almost as bad as not doing enough. So it's all about just educating people on what's important and how to properly take care of their skin. Awesome. So we are out of time, but tell everyone your website, where they can find yeah. you, your social media. So my... Business name is Beauty and the Beat. So my um, website is beautyandabeat2018.com. That is also my Gmail account if you ever need to email me. But all of my information is on that website. 
My Instagram is Megan Amber MUA. So if you guys want to follow me there, I post specials and everything that's going on. So once I do get those new products in, you guys will be the first to know because I'm really excited about it. So I'll definitely be telling you guys and have some product specials and everything as well. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming. Thank you, Whitney. This is awesome. <laughs>